This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Morning Majlis podcast. It's the Morning Majlis. It's the Morning Majlis. First half of 2023 saw above 13.4 billion dirhams worth of transactions, real estate transactions in the Emirates of Sharjah. And we've seen some positive figures emerging uh, every month as well, leading up to the big 2024. Now, to talk to you about the real estate investment climate here in the Emirates of Sharjah, we're very kindly joined by our guest this morning, Mr. Shane Breen, who is the head of uh, Sharjah Northern Emirates for Seville's Middle East. A very good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Good to have you back on board with us. Um, uh, let's throw you under the bus. I know a lot of people are looking forward to Acres Real Estate Exhibition. There's a drop in the registration fees. Is it the right time to now buy and get a bargain? <laughs> Straight in there. <laughs> um, yes, quite mm-hmm. simply. Uh, I think there's there's never been a better time in Sharjah to sort of look at getting into the real estate market. I think if you look at uh, trends that we're seeing in the market when it comes to pricing, when it comes to rents, everything is firmly in a positive growth phase at the moment um, and things are still really affordable. Um, Couple that with um, discounted fees that they're going to be offering at Acres this year. I think there's there's a lot of savings to be made and a lot of opportunity Mm -hmm. uh, for people to to grab a hold of. And why invest in Sharjah? What sets it apart? I think there's a few things. the first, we can't get away from it, is affordability. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's extremely affordable when you look at other sort of neighboring emirates, mm-hmm. uh, up to you know 70% plus in terms of discounts you get for buying in comparable projects in Sharjah. Quality is, is almost like for like as well. So so what you're getting is, is you know really good value for money. Uh, on top of that, you're you know you're getting everything that Sharjah has to offer, um, which for a lot of people is is exactly what they need for for themselves and for their families. So, you know, there's there's a lot of opportunity there, um, and we're seeing a lot of people look at Sharjah as a real option to to buy a home or or an investment property. And with acres just around the corner, running from the 17th until the 20th of January. It's a great event for a lot of first-time buyers to have those questions cleared up uh, because it's a big commitment, you know, joining the real estate ladder. Could you go through some of the questions that they might want to ask in terms of they might be that first-time buyer, not know the market too well? What questions will they be approaching Acres with? I think events like Acres are are fantastic opportunities for, for buyers and consumers in the market to get in front of all the major developers that, that, that operate in Sharjah. You know, it's not often that they're all in one room um, and that's, you know, that's a great opportunity for, for buyers to go and shop around. To, you know, one of the main things about when you're buying real estate is you need to make informed decisions. And, and by going to places like Acres and events like Acres, you, know, you can get in front of all the developers in a very time efficient manner. You can ask questions about pricing, about delivery, payment plans, amenities that will be in these developments and, and get a sense um, of what they have to offer and then shop around and compare each developer you know within one afternoon or one morning um, and then be able to go away and, and make a, a better decision about your purchase and in terms of uh, people planning their finances obviously you know the, the main requirement these days is the 10 percent to 20 percent kind of a down payment uh, going through a lot of uh, mortgage pre-approvals and, and all the nitty-gritty of things um, so to what in your opinion how should people be planning their finances when they want to make that decision to eventually take the plunge because they're also weighing the cost of not only the mortgage payments but also their monthly rental payments that they have so when do you think uh, how do you think people should be balancing and, and thinking okay now is the right time to do so 
Well, first and foremost, they need to understand what's affordable to them. Um, mm. You know, there are a number of mortgage advisors who can help calculate affordability, what mm. they can afford to pay. Um, you'll be looking at your your monthly rentals or your quarterly rental payments at the moment, and and you know you'll be able to see what loan instalments you'll be having to pay on a monthly basis. Mm. Um, but it's also not just loan payments you pay when you become a homeowner. Uh, you'll be responsible for service charge payments as well as maintenance will be on mm. you now and not not on your landlord. So you know anybody who's buying needs to really understand the costs when they're going into it and and look at what they can afford. Don't overstretch yourself. Um, mm. You know. Interest rates at where they are at the moment are, are at the highest we've seen for, for a, lot, you know, a number of years. Um, you know, and they may come down, which could make things more affordable for people at a later date. Um, but for now, they just need to you know, understand what they can mm. afford and, and don't overstretch themselves. And do you see those rates go down at some point? Because I know a lot, we've thrown this question to a lot of experts. No one has the right answer. It's only good old Jay Powell that has the power to do so. Um, so where, where do you see the market going at the moment? For now, I think we obviously we, we have to wait and see what happens mm. in the US. There's there's a lot of talk about rates potentially softening or, you know, a couple mm. of adjustments this year. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> my job's real estate. It's not there in terms of uh, finance. So I'll, I'll leave that to those guys. But for now, I think the market's doing well with interest rates where they are. I think certainly if, if we saw a drop in, in interest rates for charge in particular, where affordability is a, is a major part of it, we'll see you know, a big benefit to, mm. to potential buyers. And which uh, neighborhoods in Sharjah would you say are the rising stars for the savvy investors at the moment? So there's, there's two areas that we see as being the most in demand. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be Alcon, mm-hmm. um, developers such as Taraya and mm. uh, Eagle Hills, extremely popular. Um, and then you, know, you look further east to University City. And the plethora of, of developers who are operating down there, whether that's Arada, uh, Aleph, or, or Zahia and with, with Math. Mm. Um, but all those, those communities are extremely popular at the moment. And each by different demographics as well. We see you know, a lot of CIS Russian buyers looking to Merriam Island. Okay. You know, more of a coastal community, definitely something that, that they favor more. And then we see you know, whether it's historically has been Arab nationals going towards University City, but Funny enough, with the change in, in the ownership laws mm. now, we're seeing a you know, shift towards more Indian and Pakistani buyers and, and general ex, non-Arab expatriates starting to enter the market in those sort of communities. Mm. I'd like to touch on that a little bit. Being the impact of the decree, which allows the freehold for all nationalities, how, has you see, how have you noticed or witnessed the impact on the entire real estate market here in Sharjah? It's been significant. Uh, I think when we s- sort of look pre the announcement, um, the market was predominantly GCC and Arab nationals. Um, there was a small, maybe if you're lucky, 1% of buyers were, were taking a sort of user fruct leasehold option to, to buy. Uh, since the announcement, um, from what I've heard from developers and, and our own brokers, is that you know, that's, that's shift completely. We, I was speaking to one developer who has a villa community, and they said about 70% of their buyers since the announcement are now Indian and Pakistani nationals, mm. um, which is huge. Mm. Um, and on the resale market, we're, we're seeing you know, a, a significant increase in demand and activity, which is, which is important for the general growth and, and maturity of the Sharjah real estate market to have that secondary market, which is, which is vibrant and liquid, mm. um, that allows for you know, capital appreciation and, and just general growth in the market. Um, but we're seeing now demographic changes within places like University City, 
um, a lot more different nationalities coming into those areas and obviously within Mariam Island you know mm. that's firmly you know the majority is sort of mm. non-Arab expatriates looking there. I'd like to touch on this aspect because you know you've you've also uh, Shane Breen has also been uh, a long-term UAE resident um, you know you grew up in, in Sharjah went to school in Sharjah as well uh, can you talk to us about you know the, the shift you've seen in in the real estate market here and of course with Savills you've been involved in the market for, for a number of years how have you seen the real estate market shift and, and, and transform in the Emirate of Sharjah in particular? I think most of the change has really happened in the past sort of seven, seven years. I think it was sort of 2016, really, that the, mm. the major master plan developers came to market. Um, and since then, you know, we've seen phenomenal change. I think the mostly in terms of the, the offering that's available now. You know, historically, it was, you know, a, a single owner with a residential mm. tower or a villa compound mm. in one of the traditional areas. And you would rent and it was a completely rental market, whereas now, you know, these developers are bringing international standard developments to Sharjah um, at a price point that's extremely affordable. Um, and there's just the quality is just so much better than it used to be. Mm. Um, you know, people can get exactly what you know, the type of developments they can get down the road in, in neighboring Dubai, but in Sharjah. Um, and that's a huge attraction to a lot of people. And um, they want, you know, there's, there's a huge portion of the population that want to live here. They don't choose to live here only because, you know, they can't afford to live elsewhere. They, mm. you know, they choose to live here. So, you know, now they have these options. And, you know, we see Emirati families moving into some of these villa communities because, you know, they like this, the lifestyle that it mm. offers. Um, you know, and that's important. And I think we'll, we'll continue to see that sort of evolution of, of Sharjah's real estate market as we go through, you know, the next couple of years. Amazing. And, you know, we're both expats here and we both actually had a similar upbringing here in Sharjah, going to the same primary school, being Mm. Sharjah English School. And that was a big factor for um, my family as a whole was the educational side that Sharjah had to offer. Could you talk to us about some factors that you've noticed other than the freehold uh, for all nationalities that might be why the real real estate market is booming here in Sharjah? Uh, well, I mean, affordability, obviously, we, we touched on as well. The, the changes in ownership law, you can't underestimate how mm-hmm. important that is. Um, and then there's just, you know, the schooling that exists within Sharjah is important to, to a lot of residents. Not only is it of, you know, an extremely high standard, but it's all, the fee levels are, are a much more affordable level too. Um, and then the lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. Sharjah has a different lifestyle to other Emirates. Um, and that might be for some people, it might not be, but... You know, it does offer a lot of families what they're looking for. They want a slightly slower pace of life. They want a more traditional um, cultural environment to, to raise their families. And, and Sharjah is that. Mm. You know, it, it doesn't have necessarily mm. all the glitz and the glamour that, that some other Emirates mm. have. But, you know, it doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it is its own Emirate. Um, and, you know, a lot of people value that and want to be here. And we started this conversation with, is now the right time to invest in real estate? And you're, you, you came out with, yes. Now, do you have a word of advice for any listener out there who is hoping to attend Acres 2024, ask those questions that are needed to be asked, and potentially thinking, should I do it? Should I not? What is your word of advice to take that plunge, take that step into the real estate market? I think they need to go down there and understand what it is they're getting involved in. Um, you know, it's a great opportunity to ask the questions, as you say, about payment plans, about the developments they're looking to, um, and, then, and then make decisions that, that will benefit their family ultimately. I mean, if you're looking at an investment decision, 
then it's a case of, okay, where are you buying in terms of location? What are the current rental levels in there? Now developers will have their opinions. I think you should always go to the market and do your own research. Don't, don't always believe what, mm. what the salesman's trying to sell you. Um, you know, go and look at what the, the rents are, what the potential yields will be. Um, look at the trends in the market because we're seeing rents improving. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think the people who bought in these developments two years ago and are now getting handovers are going to see ex you know, really good returns on what they bought because rents have gone up 10, 20% over the past sort of 12 to 18 months. Um, and then some of these new developments we're seeing you know, better standards of accommodation and new sort of premium rents benchmarks being set. So, you know, they're going to do very well out of this. And, you know, outside of the gated communities, we haven't seen an awful lot of development happening in, you know, with traditional build to rent sort of developers. Um, so all the new stock is in these communities. And, you know, that's what tenants want to, to rent. So, um, you know, those are going to be extremely positive. So if you're an investor, look at those sort of metrics, look at what the fundamentals of returns will be. Um, and then if you're a homeowner, well, you know, it's, it's not necessarily always an investment decision. Then it's, it's mm. something that you want for you and your family. You're thinking more long term. Um, and then it's really about the community and, and the offering that each of these sort mm. of communities or developments may be able to, to offer you and your family and, and the lifestyle that you'll have. Okay, now now there's going to be a lot of people who might might be convinced, and some people who were, were those individuals who bought the property two years ago, or a year ago, and getting their handovers and have become homeowners. It's easy to get into the market, but to exit can be a, a different ball game. Um, so for them, uh, what options do you think, or do you does you know you as a real estate expert suggest when it comes to either looking for refinancing or even reselling the property and evaluating the cost of the profit rate that they tend to offer and they have to pay. Um, exit strategy as well, if they were to be moving back home. Yeah, look, historically, exiting has, we haven't seen much capital appreciation mm. when it comes to when people exit. Generally, yeah. for the past few years, people have exited and they've gotten what they paid for it effectively. Exactly, yeah. uh, so it's not been a great story in terms of capital appreciation which is you know which is which is fair given the market was was fairly restricted mm. um, since uh, they made the announcement of open freehold you know that in itself is going to add a lot more um, liquidity to the secondary market and make it much more of a, a better growth story we've already seen particularly in sort of the end of last year a lot more activity in the secondary mm. market um, and we're now seeing within certain communities particularly places like Merriam Island and then University City, we're seeing some capital appreciation compared to what the original purchase price was. So we're starting to see that now, and I think that's only going to continue as we go forward. Um, and people will have an exit story. Mm. Um, and, you know, anything that's priced right at the moment will sell. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're seeing a lot of activity, particularly, you know, whether it's apartments in University City or, you know, villas and townhouses in some of the sort of gated communities like Al-Zahir. You know, there is a lot of activity now um, and a lot of new um, non-Arab expats, you know, trying to buy ready properties, not just off-plan. Brilliant. And this Acres 2024 mm. is, is a bit different because we're going international. I know we're really talking and focusing on Sharjah here, but we're going to be showcased pro, uh, projects from Oman. You've got Georgia, uh, Jordan, Egypt and even Turkey as well. Do you think that will start to or actual, actually will affect the expectations of Acres 2024? I think it's a really positive step. Um, you know, expanding the exhibition to allow more um, you know, projects to be showcased, whether in the UAE or, or outside the UAE, I think it's important. 
I think historically, the past couple of years with Acres, it it almost became a, a bit more of a B2B type sort of uh, exhibition. There was a lot, you know, all the Sharjah developers would be there and there'd be a bit of a flurry of activity on the first day and then it became more of a sort of business to business type mm -hmm. arrangement. Um, but now I think the, you know, the talk that we're hearing is that, you know, people are excited to get down there. I think the announcement of, of reducing registration fees by 50% was a great way to, to really mm. sort of get some excitement um, going in, in the build up. Um, and, you know, it's, we might see a lot of a lot of sales happening down there, and I'm sure I'm assuming will you know developers will come to the table with with a number of project launches, um, to take advantage of those discounts and try and try and rope in some buyers. I've had to pay their four percent fees recently, so I'm very envious of those who'd just be uh, able to bag a good bargain of just two percent of registration fees. Well, Shane Breen, thank you very much for joining us uh, this morning on on the program and answering. Uh, a lot of our questions and a lot of questions that m most of our listeners have had who are looking at uh, eventually uh, putting their money down and investing here in the Emirates of Sharjah. Thanks very much for having me. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every weekday from 7am.